The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 100, Tuesday, April 15th, 2008. Paunch in Time! Alright, calm down, people. I will go up the mountain and fetch the word of God. I am Moses. Wait here for me. Ah, well, okay. Ah, well, okay. Oh, man. This is a steep mountain. Oh, man. I'm, I'm almost at the top. Keep going. You know. Wait, wait, I see someone. Wait, who is that? Who, who are you? Uh, what? Are you God? Wait, God? No, I'm Paul Stevenson. Who are you? I am Moses, leader of the Israelites. <laughs> Moses? Wait, no way. I read a book about you. You must be mistaken. Anyway, uh, what, what are you doing at the top of this mountain? I come up here to speak to God. God, well, what, what does he say to you? What, how come you have to climb up today? My people are wrong and not righteous. I must get them the word of God. I carry these tablets with me. I'm waiting for God to give me the word. Oh, Lord, give me the word. Ten Commandments! Whoa, wow, that's incredible. Wait, let me see. Oh, these are only for my eyes. Oh, come on, let me just let me, let me must see what they say. Give them to my people. Come on, Moses, come on. I just, I'm here, this is cool. Let me see you, what they say. No, you are Satan. Give them to me. Let Satan. me see what they say. God, I, he wouldn't show me the tablet. What? Get him! That's my cue. Back to 2008. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. I am Rob. You are Greg. And this is the Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 100. 100! Yes, we did it! Can't believe we lasted this long. Alright, well, in the past, we on the Paunch Stevenson Show, we've done uh, some music. Some actual music from actual bands of people that we know and such. Um, some stuff... That came out of the woodwork, uh, some rap stuff from the, uh, who, who was that? DJ. DJ Boris Yeltsin. Boris Yeltsin. Um, 
some stuff from him. We uh, we had William Shatner doing a Pink Floyd. Yeah. Reed, I don't know, what is that, a Reed song, word, rap, yeah, spoken word, singing, whatever he calls it. So we have dug into the vault to get Dr. Phil. He's putting out an album. It is the dueling Dr. Phil album on the Porn Stevenson Show label. And we have some clips here from the album, a little sneak preview. Yes. It's just going to be big sell. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love drives a man insane. You broke my will. Oh, what a thrill. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. How much am I getting paid for this? You are obsessed with money. You're just trailer cars, Greg. I learned to love all of Hollywood, money. You came along and you moved me, honey. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Now that just doesn't make any sense. Great balls of fire. Now what is that? If you weren't preoccupied with pornography, you wouldn't have left the stove on and burnt down the whole trailer. The top of your head looks like a great ball of fire. On the day I was born, the nurses all gathered around, and they gazed in wide wonder at the joy they had found. With well, my turn, the head nurse spoke up and she said, leave this one alone. Now she could tell right away that I was bad to the bone. You're bad. I'm bad. Bad. Bu 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 bad. No, bu bu bad. No, bu 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 bad. No, I'm bad. There's, I'm bad to the bone. There's four B's and then bad. Nice. I don't think bad is the proper word to be using when diagnosing a patient. Trouble. You are a bad psychiatrist, and you are not bad to the bone. You are emotionally bad disturbed. to the bone. You know, if you hadn't left her with three children, she would not have a broken heart. Well, you, you have, have no responsibility. If you hadn't drained her emotionally, you have to get up and get a job. Bad. Bad to the bone. to Shut this music off. I've had enough. Oh, everybody. You make me want to shout. Shout. No, I said shout. I said shout. No, I'm the one who said it's shout. It's a very good detergent. Shout. Shout now. You can pick it up at the supermarket where you can also pick up Dr. Phil's Herbal Remedy. Now, a little bit quieter now. A little bit. You better be quiet over there. It's my show. I'm Henry VIII. I am. Henry VIII. I am. I am. I got married to the widow next door. Oh, the one who's been married seven times before? Man, everyone was Henry. They're all buns. She wouldn't have a Willie or a Sam. I'm her eighth old man. I'm Henry. No, I'm Henry VIII. I am. Oh, really? Same converse, same as the first. I'm Henry VIII. Me. No, I'm Henry VIII. I am. No, I am. I am. I got married to the widow next door. Well, she's been married seven times before. Henry VIII, I am, dammit. No, who wrote this song? I didn't write it. This is terrible. I'm Henry VIII. I am better at tennis than Henry VIII. I can do 600 setups. Henry is an old man. 
flush off the sheriff. No, but I did not shoot the deputy. Oh no. I would never do a thing like that. Those are very negative thoughts. You shot the sheriff, so you shot him. I didn't shoot the deputy. Oh no. Oh no! Stable people do not shoot anybody. They're all around in my hometown. They're tracking me down. They're tracking me down. They say they want to bring me in guilty. I say innocent until proven guilty. The onus is on them. For the killing of the deputy. Now why do they keep accusing me? I'm wrongfully For the life of a deputy. Have you ever seen that movie? What movie? Wrongfully accused? No. All I can say is, I shot the sheriff. It was self-defense. Oh no. I shot the sheriff. But they said it was a capital offense. Hang him, I said. Derek John Brown always hated me. It is unhealthy to hate me. Every time I planted a seed of my herbal, he said, kill it before it grows. A healthy person doesn't do that, that doesn't make any sense. How can you kill it before it grows? That makes there's no logic. I don't like any of these Larry. Job in the city. Now that's irresponsible. Working for the man every night and day. And I never lost one minute of sleep. You believe that? Worry about things that might have been. That's right. Be real, I keep on turning. Proud Mary keeps on burning. I'm rolling. Oh no, I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. rolling. Where are you rolling? I don't know. A lot of plates in Memphis. Can you tell I'm fat? Pumped a lot of pain down in New Orleans. But I never saw the good side of the city. Till I hitched a ride on a riverboat plane. Big wheel keeps on turning. I keep turning. Brown Mary keeps on burning. I'm rolling. No, I'm rolling. Cut it out. I'm Hold on, man. Hold on. My river. Day. Oh. Day oh, daylight come and me wanna go home. Day, me say day, me say day, me say day oh, daylight come and me wanna go home. Now you work all night on a drink of rum, you drunk. Daylight come and me wanna go home. Your wife is stanking bananas till the morning come. Daylight come, and I want to go home. So come, Mr. Tally Man, tally me a banana for once. You left six foot, seven foot, eight foot, but you got eight kids. Have some responsibility. They, me say they oh. Daylight come, and I want to go home. Day. Me say day. Me say day. Your wife is calling. Come home. 
a beautiful bunch of ripe bananas. The girl next door, yeah, we know. Better hide that deadly black tarantula. Anybody else get tired of this verse? Who wrote this song? I don't know. This it's, song's terrible. It's about some lazy two-bit philanderer. This is exactly what I am in this business for. This person is in the basement emotionally. He has to wake up and smell the coffee and get with the program. The tally man is coming. I don't know who that is. Well, he better tally us some money. They better believe it. One, two, three. Hold on. Wild thing. You make my heart sing. You make everything lose it. That's right. Wild thing. Yeah. Wild thing. I think I love you. But I want to know for sure. That's a good idea. I love you. Now, people say that they don't mean it. Wild thing. You make my heart sing. My heart is in perfect shape. I am a stud nothing. Now this song is promoting wild behavior and that is unhealthy. She gets too hungry for dinner at eight. She loves the theater but she doesn't come late. She never bother with people she hates. That's, That's why, why the lady is a train. A, a dirty, rotten, bad tramp. Break up Barons and earls. What the? Don't go to Harlem. Oh, 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 hold on now. Won't this the dirt with the rest of those girls, a gossip monger. That is exactly why the lady is... Absolutely. We finally agree on something. She loves the free, fresh wind in her hair. So do I, if I had some. She also loves life without care. Now that is just care. She's broke, but it's okay. Now that is not okay. Financially irresponsible. She also hates California. It's cold and it's damp. That's why this broad is a tramp. This is boring. I'm gonna write a letter. I'm gonna mail it to the DJ. It's a rock and rhythm record. I want my jockey to play. All over Beethoven, because I gotta hear it again. Gotta hear it again, yeah. You know, my temperature is rising, and the jukebox just blew a few. What kind of piece of Chinese garbage is that? My heart's beating a rhythm. My soul keeps singing. My heart is absolutely beating perfectly. 600 sit-ups. You got the rocking pneumonia. No wonder. And arthritis. Look at these lyrics. I need a shot of rhythm. And these people have to be playing six hours of tennis a day. They wouldn't have these problems. 
I am healthier than Beethoven. Why am I singing about him? Tell Tchaikovsky the news. Who is that? This is the fake Mr. T. I bet you the fool who don't listen to the Paul Stevenson show. Now quit your jibber-jabber. Okay, everybody. Welcome back to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I'm your host, Rangers Philbin. I'm here with our contestant, Paunch Stevenson. I'm happy to be here, Regis. This is great. Now, we're up to the $1 million question. One lifeline remaining. It's phone a friend. And he's got one chance for a million dollars. And are you ready to play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I'm ready. Let's do it. The one million dollar question. All right. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm, I'm nervous, actually. Are you excited? As a religious filmmaker. I don't know if I'm excited as you. Here is the question. In 1939, the classic novel, The Grapes of Wrath, was published. It won the Pulitzer Prize and the Nobel Prize for Literature. Who was the author of this novel? A. Stephen King B. Nunnally Johnson C. Tom Clancy or D. John Steinbeck You've got one lifeline remaining. I don't think it's Stephen King. I'm not sure. He's a strange fellow. Uh, Alright, you know what, Regis? I... I'm not really sure on this. I don't want to take a chance. Let's use the lifeline. Let's phone a friend. He's going to phone a friend. Who are you going to call? Um, you know who would know this? I'm going to call Sean Connery. Sean Connery, the legendary actor. Yes, the actor. Okay. Producers, get Sean Connery on the line. Hello? Sean Connery? Oh, who do you think it is? Bill Cosby? Of course it's Sean Connery, dammit. You called me. Well, hello. This is Regis Philbin, host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire? I'm a millionaire. I don't need anyone to make me a millionaire, dammit. No, Mr. Connery, you don't understand. This is a game show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Our contestant, Paunch Stevenson, has one opportunity to win a million dollars if he answers a question correctly. He's phoning you for assistance. Oh, he is, is he? So he's paying me a million dollars. No, he's trying to win one million dollars. No, 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 no. You don't understand, Felbin. He's got to pay me a million dollars. I only work for a million dollars. That's my fee, no matter what. Wait a minute. I, I'm not sure what happened there, but Mr. Connery has hung up on us. We're calling him back. Hold on. Hello? Mr. Connery, it's Regis Felbin again. What do you want, you little leprechaun? I'm trying to get an answer for this question. All right, very well, then. Punch Stevenson is the contestant. You have 30 seconds, Mr. Connery, to try and answer the question that he asked. Go. Okay, Sean Connery. Yeah. Who wrote the classic book, The Grapes of Wrath? Is it A, Stephen King, B, Nunnally Johnson, C, Tom Clancy, or D, John Steinbeck? You have 20 seconds. I'm going to tell you something about The Grapes of Wrath. I was up for audition of that film as a young man. They gave it to Henry Fonda. 
Sean Connery, you have 10 seconds. Come on, I, I, I need an answer. Who wrote the book? Are you going to pay me a million dollars? It's a simple question there. Oh, I don't... What? Oh, you're going to have to guess. Oh, man, I really wish you would have given me an answer. Um, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to go with John Steinbeck. Is that your final answer? It's not A, it's not B. It's uh, D, final answer, John Steinbeck. For a million dollars, the answer is... Oh, I'm sorry, the answer is B, Nunnally Johnson. Are you sure? I'm positive. I have it here right on my card. The writer of the screenplay, based on the classic novel, The Grapes of Wrath, was Nunnally Johnson. No, but you said the author of the book. No, I didn't. That was the who wrote the book. I never said the book. The grapes of. Are you kidding? No, I'm, this is unfair. I want the million dollars. I'm a Regis Philbin. Who wants to be a millionaire? It's ridiculous. You're, you're cheating me out of a million dollars. I don't believe it. Goodbye, everybody. Who's there? I'll hunt you down and I'll chop off your head and feed it to my donkey. Wooly, wooly, that's me. Show me pudding. Wooly, wooly, show me hot dog. Survey says no. Fine little girl waits for me. The bar sits. Catches a ship across the sea. What if I get on it? It'll sink, so don't let me on. Because I'm wooly. Sail the sea. I'm like a whale. Get ready to steal, family, too. This is Gilbert Godfrey! You're listening to the Ponch Davidson Show! They give me a banana, they give me fruit cocktail! What am I gonna do here? Hello again, children. I'm Dr. Julius Sumner Miller, and physics is my business. Today on the program, we're going to learn about pressure. What is it? Pressure is the force of an area applied on an object in a direction perpendicular to the surface. How can we understand pressure? Why, we must use an experiment. And in order to do the experiment, I bring in my lab assistant, Mr. Ponch Stevenson. Say hello. Hi, Dr. Miller. Very good. Now, we're going to look specifically at water pressure. In order to show what water pressure can do, we have a apparatus here which is applying pressure to this barrel of water. Now, on top of the barrel, is it is locked shut with a lid. So as a result, the air pressure coming in to the water is building pressure. If we were to remove the lid ever so bit, the pressure would release. Our lab assistant, Mr. Ponch Stevenson, will secure the lid like so. Okay. Wait, let me put on my safety goggles. I will turn on the pressure. 
The pressure is on now, and our air pressure generator is working. Actually, uh, don't turn it up anymore. I haven't secured the lid yet. All right, and now we will turn the pressure up. Wait, no. Ah, oh, oh, hit me in the face. I said don't turn it up. I'm sorry, but I am not a mind reader. I am a physicist, and physics is my business. Don't do it again. Listen next time. All right. That experiment is completed. We'll now move to a larger real-world experiment. Now our real-world experiment involves us to travel outdoors. We're now outside, air on the street in front of our laboratory building. We have a manhole covering on the street covering the sewer line system. I'm now going to plug in what you might see the fireman using, which is a pressure system to clear out the sewers. I apply the pressure now on the manhole cover. Above the manhole cover is a chair. Now our lab assistant, Mr. Paul Stevenson, we'd like you to sit on the chair and prove whether the water pressure will be enough to move the manhole cover. No, I don't think so. I have gotten hurt in every experiment. Enough is enough. I really don't want to get injured. We're going to prove that this apparatus here, it does not have enough power to move the manhole covering. That is the point of the experiment. Are you sure there is not enough pressure? We can never be sure. We can only be certain. And we're certain that physics is our business. I'm in the chair. I will now apply extra pressure to the sewer line. Pressure is building up. Okay, I'm still in the chair and I'm safe. Well, in about five seconds, the system will overload the tolerance of the sewer line as documented by the city engineer. Wait a minute. Maya, wait for three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, is our experiment on pressure. Please call the ambulance. I'm Dr. Julius Sumner-Miller. I think I broke my arm. And physics is my business. Whoever had the Gwyneth Paltrow? I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. I love it. She was like this big actress and then just disappeared. Never did any more movies. Oh, well. I think the only movie of hers I've actually seen was Shallow Hell. <laughs> God. Which was terrible. <laughs> With Jack Black and Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander was in that. Yeah, he was. He played the guy who had a tail. Oh. <laughs> this is stupid. Oh, and it was uh, it was Gwyneth Paltrow in a fat suit. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Whatever. This is the fake Sean Connery. You're listening to the Paunch Stevenson Show. Hello, everybody. This is Larry King, 
and welcome to Larry King Live's debate for the presidential nomination of the Port Stevenson Party. I've never really heard of these people, but I'm Larry King, and if there's media attention in it, I'm going to do it. And now, here's the presidential candidates. First, he's a star of many James Bond films. From Scotland, Sean Connery... Another movie star running for president, Mr. Christopher Walken. A longtime comedy veteran, the great Bill Cosby. Host of his own daytime television show, Dr. Phil. Former WWF wrestler, Randy Savage. The other former wrestler, turned politician, Jesse Ventura. Actor and environmentalist, Gary Busey. Comic book creator and legend, Stan Lee. It's me, Web Slingers! And another Scottish funny man, Mr. Billy Connell. And now, the moderator of the debate will be real time with Bill Maher's own Bill Maher. Hello, Bill. How's everybody doing tonight? I have a joke. How come hurricanes aren't named after men? Because then they'd be called Himicanes. <laughs> okay, first question is for Sean Connery. Yes. The economy is currently terrible. What would you plan to do to change it? My plan is very, very simple, and I'll tell you here, Ma. That sounds like a goat's name. Ma, Ma. Everybody in the world has to pay me a million dollars to do this job. That's the bottom line. No, you are wrong. That will not fix the economy. Next, Christopher Walken. Hello, Bill. Ma. The war in Iraq. Do you want to stay in Iraq, or do you want to pull the troops out and send them home? Well, what we have to do with the war in Iraq is we have to think about what does the meaning of war mean? So what I'm proposing is to build tiny robots like in that Disney movie, The Toy Story. It was a very good film. No, no, and no you're oh, wrong. Wait, you don't interrupt no, me. You are wrong, you stupid, messy-haired idiot. <laughs> Next person, Bill Cosby. Theo, what is your stance on health care? Well, the health care, and you go to the doctor, and they give you the needle, and then the jello pudding pop, and the Huxtable residence. No, you're wrong. Those stupid, ugly sweaters are hideous. Wait, Larry the Cable Guy, what are you doing here? Get her done. All right, well, I'll ask you a question, you idiot. What would you do about China and the global economy? You don't need China. You do what we do back home. You get a dog dish, frisbee, old hubcap, 
Use that eat off. You don't need no fancy china. No. Get her down. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. This is my show, and I say you're wrong. You dirty baseball hat wearing, sweaty armpit, pot bellied hick. Next candidate, Dr. Phil. What do you plan to do about immigration in America? I have a very simple proposal about immigration. What you have to do is, everybody that comes into this country has to start eating my energy bars. Then, when they go to the bathroom, we can identify them by their feces. It's that you're wrong, and your head is gigantic, and no, I can't hold look on. at you and no, you. No, hold shut on. Shut up, this is my but, show. But you shut, shut up. up. Macho man, Randy Savage, professional wrestler. Some people say we're going through a period of global warming. What's your response? Ooh, yeah, the global warming. Yeah, the temperature's rising like my temper. Snap into a Slim Jim spicy hotness. Yeah. Now, you were wrong, you steroid freak, feathered haired idiot. Another professional wrestler, Jesse the Body Ventura, former governor of Minnesota. What would you plan to do about the war on terror? I've explained this already. I'm the body, and I'm going to take all of my Navy Shield friends, and we're going to go over there and hunt down Bin Laden, and we're going to kill him. There's no more explanation about that. These people don't want to do anything. I'm the body. I could do everything with my own body. No, you're wrong, and you have no neck. Louis Anderson, what would you do about gas prices if you became president? Well, what I would do is I would hire scientists to invent a car that runs on pudding because the pudding is only one dollar a pack and it's a lot cheaper than gasoline. Oh, and I love pudding. No, you're wrong, you fat, gap-toothed idiot. You know, Bill, I keep hearing you talk about the gas prices. All you gotta do to generate your own gas. Don't gotta worry about none of them A-Rab's gas. You take your own gas like this here. Hold on. See, now that's how you get her done. You get her done. No, no, nobody asked you. You're wrong. Gary Busey. Yes. What would you plan to do about global warming and our environment? Well, you know, it's it's really simple. What you have to do is you have to get everybody who is influential on the policy and you take them up out into the Arctic. And it's a little bit difficult to get up there. You use a, a like a sled dog. You get all the way up and, and it's freezing. And I learned this from an Eskimo elder. She said, Gary, you go up there and you, you take a polar bear and you pull out one of his fangs. And you take the fang and you stick it in the neck of everybody up there. And they're bleeding. And it's no, beautiful. No, you're wrong. It's beautiful. You're Blood wrong. It's not what you would do. Now, hold on. No, this is my show. Shut up. Next, we have Stan Lee. That's me, web slinger. If you were in the White House as the president and you received a phone call at 3 a.m., how would you handle it? Well, web slingers, I'd pick up the phone and I'd say, How do you do there, web slinger? And if it were a crisis, I could handle that because I've written about many superheroes in crisis, like the time Spider-Man was tied up in his own web with a pumpkin bomb about to explode and he figured out a way out 
and he choked the green goblin, and he made him eat the pumpkin bomb, and that's what I would do to the terrorists. No, no, you're wrong. You're stuck in the 70s wardrobe, idiot. Final person, Billy Connolly. Oh, I can't believe it. I'm running for president. I'm not even American. You know, I'm Scottish. What am I doing here? What would you do about the terrible housing market oh. right now? Oh, housing? Back in Scotland, if you need a house, all you have to do, you get all your buddies to come down from the pub, and you hike them up the hill, and you build yourself a house. No, you are wrong. You're an idiot. Shut up. Back to Dr. Phil. If you were... It's about time. What would be the first thing you would do in office? It's very simple. I would take everybody out there who is not abiding... By my psychiatric treatment, I would take them all and put them in a boat and ship them to Nicaragua, where they make my herbal energy bar. No, you are wrong, you dumb, out-of-shape moron. Bill Cosby, what would you do on your first day in office? Well, I would call up Phil and yell at him and Rudy and eat a pudding pop and the Jello Jigglers and I would cook some Jello cake and fill all the pipes with Jello pudding. No, you're wrong. Christopher Walken. Uh, hello. Yes, are you awake? Do you think our environment is in danger right now? Our environment? is always going to be in danger. To protect it is we're going to have to take a gigantic bubble and put it over the environment. Very good. No. You don't get anything No, you're head. wrong. John Connor. Spit it out, Bill. Would you raise taxes if you became president? I would raise taxes to a million dollars. I am not going to do this job until I get a million dollars, damn No, no, you are wrong. No, you're the man now, dog. Shut up. Randy Savage. Some stores in New York have started accepting euros as payment. Would you make that a national policy? Ooh, yeah, the euro. Yeah, I could buy a lot of Slim Jims. Yeah, snap into a Slim Jim. I'll snap your neck, they'll... Dumb Europeans! Yeah! No, you're wrong! Jesse Ventura! The body. What would you do if you received a phone call in the White House at 3 a.m.? Well, I wouldn't be receiving a phone call at 3 a.m. in the White House because I would not be in the White House. I would be out in Afghanistan looking for the terrorists. No, you're wrong, you stupid, washed-up, flabby idiot. Gary Busey. Once your the blood's coming out of their neck, right? Shut you, up! You take Shut a up. jelly. Shut shit. up, you stupid, filthy, buck-toothed moron! I will take the ice, and you know they can burn seawater now with ice. I'll blow it up right in your face, Bill. No. Oh, really? Stan Lee, what is your position on terrorism? Well, I'd call up my Vice President Captain America and I'd call Iron Man and I'd get the superheroes together in the Justice League and I'd send them over to Iraq and we'd all hunt down Osama Bin Laden 
and Iron Man would shoot him with his heat ray, and the Punisher would whip out his machine gun web slingers, and he'd shoot a hole through his neck. Enough said. Louis Anderson, what would you plan to do about hunger in third world countries? Well, I buy a lot of hot dogs and chop meat. I'll take a lot of cans of my life with Louis SpaghettiOs. And I'd fly over there and I'd throw it down at them and then they would not know what to do with it. So I'd go down there and pick it up and eat it. No, no. You stupid fat man. Oh, shut up, you Scottish dummy. Hey, don't be calling the Scott about me. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. Every Scott out there, you got Scotch whiskey, you just throw it on the wound that's flowing out of the Why wouldn't blood? you just take a Dr. Fail energy bar and stick it in that wound? Right? And call right, up right. the Incredible Hulk. And we're going to go over there and Jello hunt down Ben Laden. And we're going to kill him. Is only $1 $1 that's what the hell in your business. Everybody in the world will pay me a little bit. Go home. This <laughs> take three. <laughs> I feel like uh, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Can't say anything without laughing. All right. Bye. <laughs> Stop <laughs> laughing. I'm picturing him saying it. All right. Stop. Get it out Stop. of my system. All right. You're the musician. So? Take it seriously. I'm trying. It's comedy, though. It's not music. <laughs> <clears throat> take three. Four. Bay! Bay, oh. Oh. Daylight, come in. Me wanna go home. Day. Me say day. Me say day. Me say day, oh. Daylight, come, and me wanna go five. For real. Day. Day AAO. Daylight, come in. Me want to go home. Day. Me say do I think. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs>
never gonna come get through on. this. No, we will, we will. Come on. Come on, one verse, one verse. I, I'm, I don't have a problem. <laughs> me, I'm talking to me. I take six. Seven. Seven. Day. Oh. Day. Oh. Daylight come, and we want to go home. Day. We <laughs> say day. Eight. Day. Oh. Day. Oh. Daylight come, and me want to go home. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> I you don't understand. I keep envisioning Doctor Phil in I'm the recording not. studio. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Nine. Maybe I should just do the whole freaking thing. Day, oh. Day a a o. Daylight come and may want to go home. Day. Me say day, me say day, me say day-o. Daylight come and me wanna go home. <laughs>